Hello, and welcome back to Music Therapy and Beyond. My name is Alyssa, and as I mentioned in our episode last week, today I am joined by our whole team. I have Kristen, Maggie, and Elizabeth with me to celebrate a special occasion, so I'm going to start with a question. Does anyone know what national holiday was October 10th? The day before this episode comes out. We're recording it before then. But what holiday is that day? You can say, I don't know. I don't know, Alyssa. Oh, I don't know. National (laughs) Hug-A-Drummer Day. Yeah, it's National Hug-A-Drummer Day. The designated day to (laughs) hug all the drummers in your life. Uh, My dad is going to get a big hug because he's a drummer. So in honor of this holiday, I've asked you all to share with our MTNB community a drumming intervention. So for this week's clinical segment, we're going to go around the virtual table here and take a few minutes to share and demonstrate maybe some intervention inspiration. Before I turn it over to you, I have a drummer joke because (laughs) onstage banter is something that I love and drummer jokes I find particularly to be hilarious. So on theme with today, I have a question for you. All right, shoot. How might a drummer name his daughters? (laughs) Um, I don't know. (laughs) And a one and a two. All right, I'll turn it over to you, Kristen. (laughs) All right, well, on that note, talking about little ones, uh, you know, a one and a two, um, (laughs) this little intervention is something that I kind of uh, just adapted from a song from the Lori Berkner band. So this would be, it's called This Is Me and How I Play. And basically any children, I think, any children from around three to say 10 might benefit kind of how you, you can kind of present it differently um, based on the different ages. Um, So individuals and in groups, it's really great for both. Um, But I adapted it from the song from the Lori Berkner band called my energy. I kind of use that like as an inspiration. Um, And so goals can be numerous, but I would say the most um, typical for this song would be following directions, attention, receptive communication skills, and that nonverbal emotional identification and expression. But you'll see that there's so many options in it, some secondary goals that you could do. Um, and I think all of this will be linked on the website as well. We'll have our little um, program notes so that then you can access all of the protocol notes that we have for these interventions. Um, but secondary goals might be anything from motor control and motor like execution, program planning, coordination, range of motion. You could also do anything expressive and receptive um, speech, speech utterances and approximations, filling in the blank, uh, learning vocabulary for spatial concepts and spatial awareness, like above, below, loud, soft, high, low, um, as well as cognition, Um, certainly imitation and attention, uh, joint attention, counting, turn-taking, emotional identification, all of those. So 
Um, basically, I'm going to sing it just a little bit for you, and you can kind of see um, some of the different verse options, and then we'll look at just a couple adaptations that we can make with it. So I'm just going to start with a steady beat. The leader will just start with a steady beat. This is me, this is me, this is me and how I play. This is me, this is me, and this is me and how I play. And then we would just encourage the kids to sing maybe that refrain again with us, maybe on the, maybe altering the, the drum there or just keeping a nice steady beat. But one verse option is, I can play once, I can play two times, one, two, I can play three times, one, two, three, cause that's how I play, oh this is me, this is me, this is me and how I play, this is me, this is me. This is me and how I play. Some other verse options are, I can play loud and I can play soft. I can play in the middle. And then you go back to the refrain. A couple other ones, I can play mad. I can play sad, happy, other uh, emotions, sick, worried, confused, frustrated. Um, so you could just do this whole song with just emotions. Um, and you can also add fast, slow. Um, and then I love this one. I can play fast and I can play slow. And sometimes I don't want to play and I stop. And that's okay too because this is me so sometimes especially in little kid groups there are little kids that just choose not to want to play and that's okay too and we want to celebrate that and meet them where they're at so um, if you were to do this with um, a big gathering drum you could also do it with paddle drums or lollipop drums and you can actually do some of that motor extension so high low side to side is another verse option some of the adaptations I would encourage would be that kind of free play where during the refrain the kids could have um, like free play and then they can follow directions in the verse so kind of that give them a break and then ask them to attend so that's really that kind of attention um, focus as well as you can also do solo play so maybe one child is asked to play at once one child is asked to play two times you know so each verse has like little three little um, directions and so maybe each child has one of those um, and so they kind of have to do turn taking and following attention uh, that way you could also group pass if you're doing this with maybe not just drums you could also adapt it with different instruments the circle leader could then um, add a transition in that refrain where it's kind of almost like a musical chairs kind of like where they pass the instrument during that time and then when the music stops before the verse then that's the instrument that they have. And you can do the same with different drums. Um, you could also add visuals. I think visuals for this would be um, a really great extension. Um, you know, emotion visuals for sure. 
um, but as well as high, low. So really working on that kind of vocabulary speech aspect of that. So lots of options. I also love this for assessments because you can do so many things within one little song. Um, and then you're also encouraged as a music therapist to kind of shorten it. Um, maybe do just one verse if you have really low attention or if you're starting to, you know, increase that duration. So be mindful about don't you don't have to do the entire song, but really adapt it to the needs of your client. So that's what I've got to share with you guys today. This is me and it's how I play. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. You're welcome. That gives me a lot of good ideas. And I love and this is probably true for well, we get creative about any intervention that we do, um, but especially for drumming interventions, I feel like there's always room to get super creative with how you do things. Mm-hmm. So you can take one intervention and slice and dice it 20 different ways, depending on what you need. And that can change in the moment if you needed mm-hmm. to. So that's what I love about drums. And um, one thing I was really excited to like share with people is just more ideas with drums because they're so versatile and so it's really good to get those creative juices flowing i'm i'm feeling it i Yay. love it all right so miss maggie you are going to be up next oh um but i got a question for you who does a drummer listen to while stargazing who Ringo Starr. Ringo Starr. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Take it away, Maggie. Somebody get me off the air. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So I am sharing a song that I've used um, multiple times in multiple different ways that is just kind of like my go-to drumming intervention for a lot of different populations, a lot of different folks. Um, this is a really old song. It's called I've Got Rhythm. You might have learned it in your practicum. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I love this song. Um, it's very catchy and it's just fun. Um, so I've used it a lot with kids and um, it's also good for the geriatric population as well, just because it is an older song and they'll probably know it. Um but it's also super versatile and it works on some really good things like receptive listening and turn taking and like Kristen was saying, spatial awareness, high, low, loud, soft, in the middle. Um, so yeah, uh, there's a lot of different ways that you can adapt this song, but this is just kind of how I do it uh, most of the time. Um, I will typically be playing guitar while the um, person on the other end will be playing the drum and I can stop and model if they need. But um, yeah, here we go. say something like we can play fast 
this other section. Section B, um, and have them contribute some ideas of how to play and validate that by playing it on the guitar and saying, you know, because Kristen said so, that's why we're going to do it. Um, so, yeah, that is just kind of my go to intervention here. Um, you can hear my cat screaming in the background. He likes that one. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> that was groovy, Maggie. Yeah, it's just a fun little song that a lot of different folks can get down to. So I hope that you all can take it, adapt it as needed. Um, But yeah, thank you. Thank you. It makes me think of an extension that I used in my littles group just the other day. It was a different song where I gave the opportunity for someone to choose how we play after we'd done four or five different ways to play. And the kid looked at me like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I have no ideas. But they were, they were naturally resting yeah. the heels of their hands on their drum, just kind of shrugging their shoulders. And so I just said, oh, I noticed that you're resting the bottom of your hands on the drum. Maybe we can play with the bottoms of our hands. And he just looked at me like, okay, <laughs> and then started doing it. But it's kind of a fun opportunity <laughs> when they don't contribute to help them notice what they're body's doing and then use that as the way to play the Mm -hmm. drum even if it's extremely unusual Mm -hmm. or something that they might think is a little bit weird but most people are game Mm -hmm. to try which is kind of the fun of it so especially in a group when you can have that validated by the other group members like oh they can follow me Mm -hmm. you know I'm I'm the leader I get to they get to follow me in that validation that's a really Mm -hmm. great extension And that is also a really great segue into my intervention because that is one of the goals of my intervention is leadership, turn-taking, and creative drumming, um, as well as receptive listening and social skills. So this is a song that can be uh, really fun and get really silly, and I encourage my kiddos to get really silly with this one, and it's always so much fun when we do it. So... Um, this is a song and an intervention that I created. I call it Walking Through the Zoo um, because I find that animals are a really relatable um, prompt for creative drumming. Um, most kids love animals. And sometimes, I mean, like the drum I have right now has animals on it. So it's just kind of a fun thing. So this is something I've done with um, little kids all the way up through elementary school. Um, so there's a. I've also done this where everybody has a drum. I've done it with paddle drums. I've done it with body percussion. You can really um, use anything to do this. Percussion instruments are possible, but a little bit harder. I would prefer a drum. Um, But basically, you kind of have the group start with just a steady beat. And you can give them a minute to explore their drums before we start the beat. But everybody starts playing together. 
And then I will start by singing the little song. I was walking through the zoo on a nice sunny day. I'm gonna learn how the animals play. I look to my left, I look to my right. I look straight ahead into my delight. I see a... And then this is the part where you get to decide how you want to facilitate this. So you could, as a facilitator, I could um, name an animal. I see a zebra. How would a zebra play the drum? And then you could do either model a response to that at first. So it could be like a gallop or something like that. Um, And then kind of have the kids play along with you and you're all galloping together and then you say that's how the zebra played the drum I was walking to the zoo and then you go back to the steady rhythm but some other options are to um, cue each child to name an animal and then everybody plays what they think that animal would sound like Mm. on the drum Um, you could cue a child to choose the animal and show their rhythm And then the group responds by imitating that child's rhythm. Um, You could even just give an example of an animal, especially if maybe um, a group participant is having a hard time coming up with an animal name. Um, You could say an animal and then ask them, how would a hippo play the drum? And you could get as obscure or silly silly animals if you want to. Um, You could also... Use visuals here if you had specific animals to work on the vocab. Um, You could really do it a lot of different ways, but one way that I found to be successful is I would start with modeling a few different animals. How would a mouse play the drum? And then use like fingertips. Um, Or how would a snake play the drum? This is fun if you have a mallet because you can like slide it around on the drum. So really using kind of like all of your hands and um, different things to get creative with the drum um, and kind of showing them there are lots of different ways to play. And then letting them explore that together is really fun. While also validating their creativity with group responses. That's an idea of how to walk through the zoo. And you could even change um, like the weather. I was walking through the zoo on a cold winter day. And then you could say, how would a cold animal play the drum or something like that? So there's lots of different ways that you could use it. But um, it's pretty easy to catch on to. And I find that most groups kind of get into the groove and then they get excited to choose silly animals. And it's lots of fun. So, all right. Well, that's mine. Miss Elizabeth. Um. Last but certainly not least, but before we get to that, I have a question for you. How do you recognize a drummer at your door? I don't know, Alyssa. How do you recognize them? The knocking speeds up. <laughs> oh, Sorry to all the drummers out there. I had to give you a little, I like little trouble. It. All right, Elizabeth, take it Love away. It. <laughs> Okay, so I have chosen to share one of my favorite ORF-based drumming interventions that I use for grounding and mindfulness. And I would typically present this in a group setting with teens or adults, um, or sometimes older adults in a mental health setting. 
And I use this usually as an initial opportunity to ground the group and also to assess everyone's mental state, their needs, their readiness to engage with the group, and just to kind of get a feel for what's going on. And what I love about it is that you can present it in a very simple way and then increase the complexity as you go. If it's a place where you get to see these people more than once, then you can start with a simple version one week and then you can add to it the next week. Um, but if it's a one and done type of group, which happens a lot, then there are ways to do the entire thing. Um, because when you're using ORF, the other thing that I love about ORF is that everybody learns everything. And so even if it's not your part, you're still going to learn the other person's part. And so it always brings the group back together when you take the time. Okay, now we're going to learn the next part and everyone's going to learn it. And then you divide up the parts um, over and over again. And so I apologize that I don't know <clears throat> where this chant originated because I learned it so many years ago. <laughs> I think I think that it was someone in grad school. So if anyone from the University of Kansas is listening and you want to take credit, <laughs> you just let me know. I'll gladly give it to you. Um, so what I would do first, though, as far as the drumming goes, is have everyone if possible, do sort of the heartbeat grounding rhythm. That's kind of like that. Dum, 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 dum. And if that seems too complicated for them and like they aren't going to be able to handle that, then we just do the simplified version of that. Dum, 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 dum. And then whichever one seems to fit better with the um, strengths and challenges of the group members is what I would stick with for the main grounding rhythm. And then I love pairing words and rhythms together. And that's why I really like chant because it gives something for everybody to latch onto if they don't feel as comfortable on the drums or if it's easier to play the drums. Because I do find that, that when we speak and drum and those things match up, that sometimes it is easier for us to play more complex rhythms. So the chant goes like this. My piece is what I seek. My peace is here with me, never letting the waves make me fall. I stand tall and breathe. And so we would do that several times over until it seems like everyone understands what to do with it. And then we would keep that grounding rhythm underneath going. And then I have um, two other rhythms that we could add to it. And you could either have those also on drums. Or if you want to get more creative with it, you could assign a completely different instrument to them. I just try to make sure it's something that I can match with the words. And I also think it's really important when you're creating um, chants or words to go along with rhythms that it matches how you would naturally say it as opposed to, I'm going to make the words match my rhythm. I'm going to make the rhythm match the way the words would happen when I would say them in real life, because that's a more functional transfer. It feels more natural for us as humans to play it the way we would say it. So that's another just thing to note when you're thinking about making things like this. So the second one, I would probably have them maybe tap lightly with fingers, possibly. And the second rhythm just goes peaceful feelings, calm the waves. Peaceful feelings calm the waves. Peaceful feelings calm the waves. And they would just keep going and going and going. 
And then once the group collectively learns that rhythm, then I would bring the heartbeat rhythm and the original chant back in. I would assign two or three people to do that together. And then we would have our two layers together. And then if that goes well, everyone's still grounded, everyone's still engaged, then we would learn third rhythm. And the third rhythm, typically I would picture this as as rubbing something, maybe rubbing the drum or um, those Wiro sticks that you can rub together can be kind of nice. And it's really simple. It's just breathe in peace, breathe in peace, breathe in peace. And the nice thing about the rubbing is that if they can't do that in rhythm so much, they have the chant to kind of bring them back. But rubbing never really throws other people off when they have a rhythm. And so I do like to very intentionally assign the rubbing rhythm to someone that I can see is going to be more challenged to play in rhythm or to play something syncopated because then it's not going to throw them off or make them feel frustrated about participating with the group. And again, once everybody's doing that effectively and successfully, then I bring in the second rhythm that I introduced. And then once that's going, then I bring back the original one. And then we just keep going for as long as it feels good for everyone. And I just really love anything that allows everybody to do something all together. Because something about playing drums is when somebody gets really excited or off task or something else is happening, it's always nice when you have sort of an A section to come back to, to bring a group together. Um, and then it's a really nice way to end it because drum circles can go on forever if you let them. So it's nice when there's a very clear place to come back to where you can just naturally fade things out um, and end the intervention. So I think for extensions, you could obviously write a bunch more parts for this or because we're talking about waves, you could introduce the ocean drum and actually have that ambient sound of the ocean in the background to help with the visual of picturing peaceful waves. You'd have to trust that the person can actually provide peaceful waves because a lot of people love to do crashing waves on ocean drums. <laughs> and that's not a very, uh, yeah, angry waves. It's not a very peaceful grounding <laughs> feeling. Angry uh, but you can also <laughs> yeah. notice like, oh, I noticed that your waves are, are rather loud. Like, let's talk about that as a group for a second. Um, maybe you're not feeling very peaceful right now. What can we do to help you find your peace? Um, so I think it could go a lot of different directions and and you can get as complicated or as simple as you want with it. And that's why I really like it. And that's it. <laughs> that's awesome. Thank yeah, you, Elizabeth, that. for sharing that. That's really great. Well, with that, well, we... actually, actually, <laughs> oh, oh. before, before... You wrap up here, Alyssa. I have a joke for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are a drum solo and a sneeze similar? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you know, both are coming and you can't stop either one of them. oh man thank you maggie i love terrible jokes so this is an exciting day for me 
Oh, man. Well, we have made it all the way around the table, you guys. Thank you so much for sharing your creativity and your interventions and just your clinical, amazing clinical ideas. Listeners, I hope that these interventions have drummed up some inspiration (laughs) and gotten your wheels turning. I'm in a really cheesy mood. I don't know what's up with that. Um, If you use any of these ideas, we would love to hear about how it went. So reach out to us at musictherapyandbeyond at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook to make sure that you're up to date on all of our content and announcements. You can find all the show notes and our ideas and um, any aids for these interventions at musictherapyandbeyond.com as well as in the show notes. But we'll see you next week for our wellness segment. So, guys, thank you so much for being here today. Um, Listeners, thank you for all the work that you do and all the places that you do it. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.